Greetings friends and welcome back to another video. Today we're going to look at last week's prophets portion that corresponds with uh, the Torah portion that we covered last week as well. So something I'm considering doing as part of the uh, short video, uh, maybe a, like a weekly short video, is to do the prophets portion um, as the short video, uh, because usually the prophets portions are fairly short. Now I have an article up on my website that's a couple years old that demonstrates or explains exactly what the prophets portion is, and uh, I'm going to read it real quick to you this morning, and then we're going to look at this week's prophets portion, which happens to be Isaiah chapter 27, starting with verse 6 through 28:13, and then chapter 29. Verse twenty-two and twenty-three, and uh, so we'll look at we'll look at that here in just a second. Here's what I wrote a couple years ago about what is the prophet's portion. So the weekly prophet's portion, or in Hebrew, the half Torah, and that doesn't mean half Torah. It's just called half Torah, which means parting or taking leave is a scheduled reading from the biblical books of the prophets which follow along with the weekly Torah reading schedule. The Torah portion schedule has been followed by synagogues around the world since the Babylonian captivity of the Hebrews, or maybe even longer. Some suggest the tradition was started by the scribe Ezra. It is unknown why the tradition of the weekly prophets portion was instituted, but many believe the Haftorah was a response to Jewish persecution in which the weekly Torah readings were forbidden. It is also unknown how those portions were selected. There are some who suggest the selection was random and others who believe they were intentionally selected to correspond with the week's scheduled Torah portion. Interestingly enough, we see a weekly prophet's portion reading being upheld by Jesus in the Gospel according to Luke when Jesus reads a prophecy about himself from the prophet Isaiah this event takes place on Shabbat in a synagogue in Nazareth. And so you can read that whole thing on Luke chapter 4, verses 16 through 19. So that's more or less what the prophet's portion is and uh, why it's still viewed today. So I don't have a lot of commentary to go with this morning's reading. Um, and, you know, I would... I, I've never been to a synagogue and listened to the prophet's portion being read or the Torah portion being read, but I would assume that it's not f filled with commentary, that it's probably just read. And so that's what we're going to do this morning, and I pray in the name of Jesus that you are blessed. So it starts with Isaiah chapter 27, verse 6, and we're going to read through 28, verses 13. This won't take very long because the prophet's portions are fairly short. So let's open up our hearts and see what the Word of God might have to say for us this morning. Let's begin. 27, Isaiah 27, starting with verse 6. He shall cause them that come of Jacob to take root. Israel shall blossom and bud and fill the face of the world with fruit. Hath he smitten him, or he smoke those that smote him? Or is he slain according to the slaughter of them that are slain by him? In measure, when it shooteth forth, thou wilt debate with it. He stayed his rough wind in the day of the east wind. 
By this, therefore, shall the iniquity of Jacob be purged. And this is all the fruit to take away his sin, when he maketh all the stone of the altar as chalkstones that are beaten in sunder. The grooves and images shall not stand up. Yet the defensed city shall be desolate, and the habitation forsaken, and left like a wilderness. There shall the calf feed, and there shall he lie down, and consume the branches thereof. When the bows thereof are withered, they shall be broken off. The women come and set them on fire, for it is a people of no understanding. Therefore, he that made them will not have mercy on them, and he that formed them will show them no favor. And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall beat off from the channel of the river unto the stream of Egypt, and ye shall be gathered one by one, O ye children of Israel. And it shall come to pass in that day that the great trumpet shall be blown, and they shall come which are ready to perish in the land of Assyria, and the outcasts in the land of Egypt, and shall worship the Lord in the holy mount at Jerusalem. Now please note, I will say that any time I'm reading from prophecy and I see something about a great trumpet being blown, uh, my ears do perk up, right? Perk up, right? Uh, it's really hard. And it may not be the context, it may have nothing to do with that, but it's really hard to hear about a great trumpet and not think about the great trumpet, right? Uh, chapter 28, we go all the way to verse 13. Woe to the crown of pride, to the drunkards of Ephraim, whose glorious beauty is a fading, fading flower which are on the head of the fat valley of them that are overcome with wine. Behold, the Lord had a mighty strong one, which is a tempest of hail and a destroying storm, as a flood of mighty waters overflowing, shall cast down to the earth with the hand. The crown of pride, the drunkards of Ephraim, shall be trodden under feet. You know, it's no secret from Scripture that God is not a fan of pride, of arrogance, of a haughty look, sometimes it's called. God loves and seeks humility, but despises pride and arrogance. Verse 4, And the glorious beauty which is on the head of the fat valley shall be a fading flower, and as the hasty fruit before the summer which, when he hath looketh upon it, seeth, while it is yet in its hand, he has eaten it up. In that day shall the Lord of hosts be for a crown of glory, and for a diadem of beauty unto the residue of his people, and for a spirit of judgment to him that sitteth in judgment, and for strength to them that turn to the battle to the gate, to turn the battle to the gate. But they also have erred through wine and through strong drink, are out of the way, the priests and the prophets have erred through strong drink. They are swallowed up of wine, they are out of the way through strong drink. They err in vision, they stumble in judgment. By the way, he's talking about the religious leadership, the priest. They're making errors, they're drunks. 
Whom shall he teach knowledge? And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Then that are weaned from the milk and draw from the breast? For the prophet must be upon, the precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little. He's saying, who's, <laughs> look at these priests. Look at these teachers. Who's going to teach the people who are looking for knowledge? Those who are no longer needing milk, but needing to be fed real doctrine. Precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little. For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to his people. To whom he said, This is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear it. But the word of the Lord was unto them, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little, that they may go and fall backward and be broken and snared and taken. And then the prophet's portion ends by going to chapter 29 here and looking at verse 22 and 23. Again, we don't know for sure how this all was selected. Some think it corresponds with the week's Torah portion, which we read last uh, Friday, which had to deal with Moses and the burning bush in that story. Some think it's random. Verse 23 and 22 to end. But when he seeth his children, the work of my hands in the midst of him, they shall sanctify my name and sanctify the Holy One of Jacob and shall fear the God of Israel. They also that erred in spirit shall come to understanding and they that murmured shall learn doctrine. So that... Is the weekly prophets portion. And I pray that it spoke to you on some level and that you've been blessed hearing the word of God. And uh, I would like to hear in the comments, just like I asked with the prophets portion, um, if you want to see the weekly prophets portion in a short video format, I think this video is going to be right around 10 to 12 minutes. Um, of course, I'll upload the audio to those of you who listen to podcast only. But let me know in the comments, is this something that you would like to see continue on a weekly basis. That's all I have for you today. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.